Welcome to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. What a great weekend it was, Razorback fans. As the Razorback baseball team is advancing into the Super Regionals to take on Ole Miss, we'll talk about that as well as give you some other updates going on around the SEC and get into some nonsense as well. But first, we got to start, of course, with the Razorback baseball team doing what they were supposed to do. Now, I don't mean that in a mocking way. I mean it in a way that it's just business as usual for the Razorback baseball team. Everyone knew that the Razorbacks were good. They would not have gotten that national seed, especially being number five as the national seed, if they weren't a quality team. They showcased that over the weekend, and there was a lot of players that looked great. And, you know, now you're at the point to where this upcoming series and this upcoming Super Regional against Ole Miss is going to make you or break you. It's one that it's worrisome. I said it from the get-go. I did not like this matchup in the Oxford Regional. And a nightmare scenario, maybe not a nightmare, but just a small bad dream, if you will, scenario of Arkansas and Ole Miss would be that you face them once again and their left-handed pitchers eat you alive, just like they have pretty much all season long that you've played them. You've gotten two victories against them, but they are the only team to beat you in an SEC series at home this year. And they also did it back in 2017 when you faced them in Bomb Stadium. They beat you in that series as well. So there's something about Ole Miss being able to defeat Arkansas in home series in Baumwalker Stadium. So this is how it's going to go, folks, because we'll talk about the reaction and all that fun stuff here in just a little bit, dealing with uh, with uh, playing these teams like TCU and Central Connecticut State and all that. But here's the thing that's going to happen this weekend. You are either going to get a redemption story like no other where it's going to feel so good and so right and it's just buzzing across this great state of Arkansas dealing with this baseball team or you're going to feel painful, utter heartbreak in a manner that you probably haven't felt in quite some time when it comes to watching some other team a team that you despise, a team that's an SEC West rival, a team that you know you're a better program than, watching that team dogpile on your pitcher's mound. There's really no easy way to discuss this, folks. There's really no way to just try to sugarcoat it and saying, you know what, if you lose, well, golly gee, it was a good season. You had a good run. But that's not the mentality of the Razorback fan base, and that's not the mentality of Dave Van Orn and his team. This team is ruthless. They're assassins. They don't care what anybody thinks. They don't care what people expect them to do. They don't care about the hype. They don't care about any of that. They just go out and they perform. They want to win. And winning a regional is not enough for them. And if you don't believe me, just look at the end of the game. Look at the end of the game that they had against TCU last night where they won 6 to nothing. where they are moving on to the Super Regional. What an accomplishment, right? Essentially, it's like the Sweet 16 in college basketball, right? Look at their reaction. Go back and watch the video. They high-five. They congratulate each other. They're pretty happy. But that's it. They treated the game and the victory at the end as if it was just another SEC series win or another midweek series win. 
They treated it like they were supposed to do it. They took care of business. Now it's on to the next one. I don't really know how to make from mentalities when it comes to teams and the personalities that they bestow. Because let's be honest, folks. Players, individuals, teams, cultures, whatever it is, they're all built differently. And you can be successful in various ways. You can be successful in being pumped up and talking trash and showing a lot of passion and emotion anytime something good is done or pouting and losing your mind anytime something bad is done. You can be successful in that way. And you can also be successful in the way of we're not going to show too much emotion because that's not what we're about. We're about getting the job done. And we can sit here and we can clap hands and slap each other on the butts all day long, but at the end of the day, it's not satisfying. Nothing's going to satisfy this team. Winning a regional is not going to be satisfying. Beating Ole Miss in the Super Regional is not going to be satisfying. Sure, it may be, ha- it may be fine. Maybe something that the, you know, gets the fans hyped up, and it may be somewhat satisfying for the fan base, especially if you beat Ole Miss. It'd be nice if you go 2-0 and against them, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, all those things would be great. But it's not satisfaction. You have a thirst. This team has a thirst. A thirst for a championship, and it won't be quenched until it gets to that point. They have the tools right now to get back to the College World Series and compete for a national championship. I mean, shoot, if you can get that performance out of Isaiah Campbell, guys like Patrick Wicklander, bullpen guys come in, Trevor Zell hitting it like he is. If you can get those performances consistently, there's no reason that you can't be back into the mix. And I'm telling you right now, folks, as long as you have Isaiah Campbell on the bump, I don't even see any reason why Razorback fans should ever worry or be fearful of any team or any man when that guy's slinging it like he is right now. You have the tools, and this team knows it. This team also knows that until they get that quenched that thirst for the championship quenched nothing's going to be too happy for them nothing's going to make them excited the way it would a championship and other teams may find excitement in winning regionals winning super regionals maybe even winning a game or two in the college world series but for a program like Arkansas and the team like Arkansas is today it's not satisfying and it won't be satisfying until that point comes. I don't know what's going to happen this week against Ole Miss. If I'm going with it right now, i got to go with Arkansas, personally. I just don't see any team beating Isaiah Campbell. And if they're able to go 1-0, start 1-0, I'd be hard-pressed to see Ole Miss beat them twice in two days. They've done it before, and I get that. But I just don't think that the I don't think Arkansas is going to let that happen. But it's going to be a tough test. And it's going to test this team's mental. And you got to get good performances out of certain guys that have been a little sloppy. Kind of looking at you, Casey Martin. Got to find a way to get your back going. But given all these things and where they're at and what they're going to do this weekend, feels good. Enjoy it. Enjoy discussing it. Enjoy feeling good about the fact that you're going to be one of the final 16 teams in the country. But also do what this team is doing. Shake hands. Congratulate each other, but know that there is plenty of work to be done and there will be no satisfaction until the goal is achieved, until that thirst is quenched. 
Can it be done this year? Will it be done this year? Next few weekends, we're going to find out. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. I want to get to something that's been really bothering me, and and I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me on this and dealing with baseball attendance numbers. Now, what does it matter? It doesn't. And the figures that are going to get thrown out from Arkansas and SEC teams in general over this past weekend are going to be promoted, which it's not surprising. I don't blame anybody for wanting to promote their numbers. It's good numbers, and it makes for good publicity. And that's really something that can excite a fan base and excite people around. So I don't mind when people do that. What I do mind is the fact that one of two things have happened with these attendance numbers with Razorback baseball. And I think it's just Razorback sports in general. Either one, we've been lied to forever about what the actual capacity of these games are and these stadiums are. Or there's something wrong with the scanning system at Baumwalker Stadium or Razorback Stadium or wherever. Because I'm telling you, folks, I was at I was at the game on Saturday over the weekend. Didn't get to make it to Sunday because it was 8 p.m. and I got to wake up for a show to do the next morning at 4.30. So it makes that a little difficult. But I was at the game on Saturday and I saw no seats empty. I sat out in the hog pen, needless to say. And I'm walking in, and of course I had to park out in ten buck too, because I, I had to arrive late because I was doing a pregame show. And I park out there, and I'm walking in, and it's about the uh, I think it's the top of the first inning, bottom of the first inning, something like that. Uh, you know, it was you know it wasn't too late in the game, but I walk in, and there are no seats available. I don't see any seats that are empty in the chairbacks. I look in the concourse, and from foul pole to foul pole throughout the concourse, there are people standing watching the games. Watching the game. Not just a row of people, but in some cases, two, maybe even three people deep. Watching the games, just standing up. And then down the sides, next to the railings, down those foul poles, next to the foul poles, there were fans standing up there. I go to the hog pen, and you can't really find you an empty space to put a new chair in. You could probably squeeze in there somewhere, but it's not like it's just evident, hey, here's some spaces that you can sit in. Not that way at all. Okay. Then, I'm looking at the suites. The box suites. There's no empty places. There's no empty chairs. There's no emptiness. Now, the bleachers that were in the hog pen, they weren't full, but they weren't empty. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, my gosh. This might get close to breaking the attendance record, which was set against USC just a couple years ago. There was last year, one of the two. 13,000 plus, I remember that. Holy crap, this could get close. Attendance numbers comes out. 10,600. What? I think, I actually, I think it was like 10,800, but that's not the point. I heard that, and I saw that, and they said that that was the scan tickets, that amount. 
which would tell me that if Arkansas, given off that number, if Arkansas was going to break their attendance record, they would have needed roughly 2,500 more people in the ballpark. There were no seats available. There is no way on God's green earth that they could have fit 2,500 more people into that stadium. No way. No how. But yet, they're saying that it was 2,500 less than the all-time attended game? And look, I'm not even saying that it was going to break the record, but that, I mean, at least 11, 12,000? Had to be. But that's not what the scanner said. And it's caused all types of heartache for all these people who are looking forward to breaking records when it comes to the attendance at Razorback baseball games. Well, sorry, folks, you're going to have to wait a little longer. Uh, again, it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. I just think it's fascinating that these numbers get thrown around. But there's no doubt that the Razorback fans and the ones that showed out, just kudos to all of you. That was incredible. It was awesome. Uh, I mean, it just makes for a great atmosphere that everyone enjoys going to and enjoys watching. So uh, kudos to all of you. And I'm sure it'll be just as great, if not more so, this upcoming weekend against Ole Miss. But I had to kind of break that down and get that off my chest, too, as well. Before we get out of here to take the commercial break, though, I got to tell you about this new thing called Twillery. All right? Because you have Father's Day coming up. And you need to find a gift. Well, Twillery has some of the best shirts that you can get when it comes to performances. They're non-ironable. They're non- they can be untuckable. They have the Friday shirt to make it a little more casual. They got it all. Because let's be honest, folks, shirts shouldn't wrinkle, itch, or sweat. This is 2019. That's not what they need to do. They make at Twillery stocking up your closet as simple as restocking beer in your fridge. It's easy, affordable, and it's the perfect fit guaranteed each time. They offer non-iron and untuckable performance dress shirts as low as $55 each when you bundle four or more. With free shipping and returns, try on some today. Smart, casual, just got smarter and cheaper. That's what Twillery brings to you. You can visit their website at twillery.com slash locked on and use this promo code to get $25 off for a great gift for dad for Father's Day. Use the promo code locked on. All right? It's an easy code to remember. Promo code Locked on, just visit their website at twillery.com slash locked on. Twillery spelled T-W-I-L-L-O-R-Y. It's a limited time offer, and it will be going off at 616. That's June 16th for you date people. So make sure you get Father's Day in, get you a great deal. And also, there's another special. You can enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays with the purchase for Father's Day. So again, Twillery.com slash locked on. Enter the promo code locked on for $25 off the great shirts over at Twillery. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.